The Boise Bubble Podcast is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and at their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios, speak and be heard. The Boise Bubble Podcast is sponsored by Volkswagen of Boise. If you're looking for a creative date idea or something to just fill the time before your dinner reservation, head over to Volkswagen of Boise and test drive something fun. They're located right by Boise Town Square Mall and all the restaurants there. And it's the perfect location to just stop by and explore the new Volkswagen options. And did you know that they're running a special right now where all test drives are free? Wow. For real. Check it out. That's exciting. Interested in buying a Volkswagen in the Treasure Valley? Head to www.volkswagenandboise.com to learn more. This is the Boise Bubble Podcast, where we talk all things Treasure Valley. We're your hosts, Shane and Natalie Plummer. Welcome back to the conversation. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast, wife. (laughs) Why do you call me that here? I don't know. I think it's kind of funny because you're such like a strong type A personality. I'm not. And I think that our... I kind of like to jive you just uh-huh. a little okay. bit. And it is Thanks. kind of it's so fun. I love it. I don't know why, but it feels kind of derogatory to say wife. Like yeah. I, I'm not even going to call you by your name. I'm just going <laughs> to call you by your title. Awesome. Okay. Husband. Um, Speaking of wife, mm-hmm. we recently celebrated a 20 year anniversary. We did. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Yeah. We went to Mexico for um, a week and we we actually tried, <laughs> tried to podcast there. Oh, that was um, a That disaster. was a cluster. <laughs> <laughs> they Disaster. did not go well. So, um, no, great idea. You think, oh man, we're in Mexico. We'll do like, um, like a relationship podcast or something and talk about us. Cause we've had 20 awesome years. Um, and the beach and the sound of the ocean, we'll pick all that stuff up. The pool sounds, everybody being happy. It's <laughs> the perfect recipe for success. Yeah, it wasn't not so much, especially when you have been married for 20 years there's also a lot of baggage that all of a sudden comes up when you're talking very directly. So um, we learned from that and we, we had some very, um, I, I think, uh, some good crucial conversations. No, uh, and I'm very... We didn't record those. No, but I'm very glad that you finally called a therapist. Oh my gosh. Okay, you booked anyway. some time. Yeah. Womp womp. Okay, anyway. It was interesting though, like the week... Um, leading up to the vacation, because Mexico, like when you're working in an office and you're talking to all your coworkers all the time, everybody's aware of when you're going on vacation and what you're going to do. You want to be happy for each other. And mm-hmm. they're like, Mexico, cool. What are you going for? I'm like, anniversary. Everybody freaked out that we've been married for 20 years. Yeah. I think that we're part of, or at least in my office, I was part of the old garden. Yeah. But um, so many people asked, uh, so what would you chalk up success to? And mm-hmm. it was awesome time to reflect and think, what would I chalk up success to our marriage? Um, several things, but one of them is the topic of this conversation, which is date night. Yes. Date night in the Treasure Valley. <laughs> we were looking back through your feed, and I think it's awesome how your feed is basically a a visual uh, um, vlog or what's the term that I'm looking for? Just visually capturing. It's a like bunch a of direct. Well, you're talking about Hello Meridian? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a directory of date night opportunities because, I mean, we we adventure out so often, so I'm always posting about it. And it's funny when people say, hey, what do you recommend for, you know, a date night out? I'm like, are, are you kidding? I've been talking about it for five years. Go scroll. 
Um, but people are interested. I mean, uh, yeah, they want to know what to go do and uh, what to do as a couple and as couple friends and with first time dating and where do you take someone you're getting to know someone when you where do you take someone when you're celebrating an anniversary? I mean, it's a it's a hot topic. Yeah. Um, so we just thought that we'd talk a little bit about that. Let's talk about uh, dating because I know that for us it's pretty important and we've made time for it. And um, I think that our relationship is pretty awesome because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, spending a lot of time. But I have noticed sometimes that whenever we talk to friends or colleagues or people that you end up kind of socializing with that um, sometimes people are surprised about how we date and how much time we spend going out places and doing things or even if it's not something formal, just sitting around talking and mm-hmm. um, spending time in what could be called a date. And I've had a lot of people tell us that we do some pretty crazy awesome stuff, like non-traditional date night things. Yeah, we definitely do. Um, and, you know, there's a reason for that. I, I, I think it's, you always think your marriage is kind of what everyone else does until you, you're married for a while and then you hang out with other couples and you're like, oh, yeah, we've definitely created something that's more our style, but it works for us. For sure. For sure. Um, I know that we've been able to talk a lot about what we like to do and philosophy for dating. I thought about um, like the why date for me. Well, maybe we should set some context okay. because... We're married, and we've mm-hmm. obviously, as we said before, been married for a long time. So we're, we haven't dated single here. We haven't dated single in the Treasure Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have no idea how to give advice on how to date if I were single again. <laughs> Heaven forbid. We, right? Yeah, we're definitely out of the loop on how to date now. Like, it's are they still writing world. notes on paper with yeah. check boxes? They are, yes 100%. Or no? uh-huh. yeah. If they are doing that, then I think I might stand a chance. Yeah, is that how you asked me out? <laughs> yeah. Please check the box. I don't think, yeah, okay, sure. I put uh, no in red (laughs) to dissuade you. Uh No, but like the why, I know that um, I had a very clear idea in my mind of what I wanted our relationship to be like when we were older. I think that just maybe it was my own upbringing or knowing so many people that like marriage didn't look like a lot of fun. Like I could, when I was a kid and looking to old people, I didn't see a lot of old people that looked like they were really having a great time together. And for a long time, I chalked that up to just work. Yeah. Right. It's a lot of work to be married and to raise a family and to have a job, all those things. Which is very true. Yeah. Maybe just took it out of them. But I think that as we've kind of approached this age that I was looking at when I was younger, it makes me realize, no, not everybody is. It's not just work and all those things, which are legitimate. I think it's um, not a lot of people have, I guess, very communicative, exciting relationships. Sure. And I grew up with parents that really were very intentional about going out. They went out. Every week they went on vacation together um, and they still have a lot of fun together. And uh, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't guess to understand their relationship, but it seems as if uh, they have enjoyed each other their whole life together and they've been married, I don't know, 45 years or something. So No, your parents have been an awesome example. My parents, I think I, I, I could literally count on one hand the number of times that I remember them going out on a date. Mm-hmm, yeah. they, they just didn't do it very often. Of course, we didn't have a lot of money or time, but um yeah, that just wasn't a big thing. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge contrast to see us now. So, but I had this idea of what I wanted it to be, and I wanted it to be fun. And I thought it's probably not going to be fun if we're not doing something to stay connected. The, it, it's so cliche to hear, um, you know, people talking about, well, when the kids leave or when this happens, when I change jobs, there's always a reason why, you know, I'm waiting to invest in my relationship or do something active and, you know, really dig in, spend time to this thing on this thing. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people think it's, well, I got time for all these other things, but 
man, if you don't spend time on it, it's not just going to magically become or be this thing that you want it to be when you all of a sudden you're you both are a 60 or 70. Yeah, I don't know this whole this idea of waiting, waiting to to do things until you're done working, until you're done having children. I mean, the point of being together, I mean, we want to raise a family, but it's to enjoy each other and to be partners. And that if that's not fun now, it's not going to be fun later. Mm-hmm. Boy, you're, you're right. That idea of waiting just, I have tried to apply that in all sorts of different areas in my life. And it has changed how I approach these different things. Like mm-hmm. I'm tired of waiting to be happy in my job, waiting to have this uh, good relationship with my daughter or waiting to get in shape. It's like, no, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to enjoy it now. I'm going to do something about it now instead yeah. of you kicking did, the can you, down you the You did quit your job last week. I did. <laughs> that was, that was something like, Hey, I'm going to quit my job. <laughs> oh, people who don't know, know us might be like, what? But I'm an employed guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that I've been without a job since, um, I know since I was 13. Yeah, never since we've been married. Have you ever not had a job? I've always had a job. Mm -hmm. Even um, after uh, some church service and being gone for a while, I came back and I was working within, I think within a week. Yeah. I had a job. So it's kind of strange to not have one, but here we are doing something fun. Yeah, we're kind of doing some projects and it's it's cool because I guess we we talked about that too. It's like, why why am I waiting um, so, you know, that goes, that definitely applies to dating. And, uh, one thing that we were talking about, we went on a walk yesterday. We were talking about, um, I have a big thing with semantics. That's, you'll just hear me talk about that all the time that I have a problem with certain words that we just, we take words and we simplify them and we just trust that that's the meaning of that word. <clears throat> and one of those things is like date nights. You'll say that and your eyes kind of glaze over. Okay. Yeah. That's a check mark. I've done that. But I like okay to I like to go down to what does that actually mean? So date night is just dating when you're married. And dating is what? Dating is courtship. Dating is exploring each other. Dating is getting to know each other. Dating is to see people in new situations. Um, and I think we've forgotten that in as, as people who are dating single too, that there is a purpose. For dating, dating is to find out if you're compatible and if you're fun. But just because you get married doesn't mean that's over. It's just the beginning because... It's almost like saying, oh, no, I've discovered all that I need to discover about this person by the time that we get married in. Yep, and, and then we're, we're done. done. And you know what happens when you say that? Uh, that that thing we all hear of we grew apart? Because no one's stagnant. No one stays the same way. We're not supposed to. You are light years different from the person I married. Mm. And that's amazing. But had I disconnected from you when we had little babies and when you were super stressed out and traveling all the time, when we come back together, I might not know you. And same with me. I mean, the dating is the opportunity to stay connected through change. The change is inevitable. But the but the continual courtship and the continual exploring of each other means that even during that change, you stay aware of each other and you learn about each other. And that's what's exciting. Watching each other change and giving each other space to change is so crucial for uh, any relationship. And, you know, not everybody is married. Some people have long um, term relationships. And like my brother and his girlfriend have been together almost as long as Shane and I have. They're not married. Um, 
So whatever your circumstance, if you want to have a relationship that has um, long a long-term um, goal, it, this continual exploration of each other is absolutely crucial. Oh, yeah. I like that idea of continual change. Every time that I go to work, I mean, every weird interaction, every frustration, every uh, success and triumph, um, all these conversations with so many interesting people, they have changed me and how I think and how I see certain issues and to be able to come back and reconnect with you and let you know, well, this is where I'm at now. And those changes are generally, they're pretty small on a day-to-day basis, but, um, you know, stacked up over years when you don't go out and you don't talk, Mm -hmm. those changes can amount to a lot. And all of a sudden you're talking to a different person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a connect. It's a, it's an opportunity to continually connect and Mm -hmm. to keep up with who the other person is. Um, so I feel like we, we kind of chatted about some of the, some of the things that we kind of look for. Now I I'll say that we're not like when we're going out, we're not, we're not saying, okay, does this check this box and this box and this box? We're just going out because now we like being together and we like exploring and we like doing new things. But what we did was we looked over, um, I guess the last 20 years of, of guess dating and courtship and all things and what, um, particular, um, aspects of our marriage, um, did certain things, I guess, did dating highlight? We kind of went through that. Um, one of the things that was, was pretty obvious for us is that we really like a chance to talk. Um, we like to be able to go someplace and catch up because honestly, if we've not been able to catch up in five days, a lot happens in five days. And a lot of little things and a little, a lot of stuff. So, oh my gosh, I, I forgot to tell you. And this was so funny. And you forget those things. Um, so, um, so talking is, is really big for us. That's why we go to the movies sometimes, but movies aren't like the big thing for me particularly because, you know, I could sit in this in a dark room with anyone. That sounds weird, but mm, what the heck? <laughs> anyway, uh, what were some of the other things that we were talking about? Yeah. When, uh, when I think about the things that we like to do or, or like my mind kind of looks at it a, a little bit different. Like I kind of look back on all the, the, all the dates and I, and my mind starts to categorize, well, what types of things did we do mm-hmm. that we like, that we really enjoy? I love talking for sure. That's like the backbone of anything that you and I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing each other in new settings and situations has been interesting. Yeah. So like learning dates, you know, things where you're doing something new for the first time mm-hmm. or where you're going someplace new has, um, that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that it is surprising. It's delightful to be able to be with someone and, you, know, you think you know them and then you see them do something like, uh, I guess any, like anything to do with heights for me, uh, would you'd be seeing me in a whole nother light, <laughs> like, <laughs> which, uh, yeah, there's opportunities to, Oh, I, I had no idea that my spouse was like that. And people talk about that a lot in therapy. Like, Oh, I, I never, uh, I never knew my spouse felt that way because therapy is like going into new territories. Um, but you can do that with experiences too. You just might not be able to plan what you're going to discover. Boy, that's totally true. I remember that I learned about that phobia of yours on a date when we were Wait, like, which phobia? you have a hard time walking over oh, things that, that you can see <laughs> down through. Yeah. Like when you can see below where uh-huh. you're standing like a grate. Yeah. yeah. And so I remember walking on a city street over this grate and you're freaking out. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Did I like snag a crazy? <laughs> Then you told me about this thing. Yeah, I get crazy. <laughs> like, how yeah, did you kind of did. Hook on. But, um, and then I thought, that's kind of a weird thing. But uh, 
I don't know. I'm afraid of some weird stuff too. So uh, what are you afraid of? I can't think of much right now. I'm not afraid of. I anything. know what you're afraid of, but I'm not going to tell people. Like, <laughs> there's just a certain body part that Shane doesn't like to acknowledge. It's not anything weird, but. <laughs> Well, you got to say something now because people okay. are, are going to be like, what the heck are they talking about? Hey, Shane. Okay. No, no, no. You're going to donk it up. Oh, I need to okay, say Okay, fine, it. fine. <laughs> I hate putting this out there. I have to do it. I, I have a thing with my belly button. I don't care about other people's belly buttons. They can do with them as they want. But there's something about mine that even like... He's rubbing it right now. He's rubbing his belly button. <laughs> Like it's number one, it's super sensitive, right? To oh, stick okay. your finger down in there or when someone else is like tickling you, it's not like I've been tickled for like a bazillion years, uh-huh, but, okay. but when it so. gets crazy and goes off the rails and all of a sudden a finger whoops, slides into your belly button. Ouch. Uh-huh. It freaking Gosh, hurts. Goes so many places with that. Okay. But any, but I like know, when, I know exactly what you mean. When I hear it, like even when, that, when someone says it, it's like this Pavlovian experience that it, my brain connects it <laughs> with the pain that I felt in the past. And I kind of have to yeah, clean it down out. Yeah. <laughs> You okay? You okay, little buddy? Okay. I don't know if I call that a fear, but it's definitely <laughs> It's definitely weird. Okay. <laughs> okay, these are the things you learn about. We can okay. edit things out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. But I'm in charge of that. Right. Okay. Um, okay, so uh, another thing we talked about, um, you know, we we uh, we both really love nature. We've talked, done a couple podcasts about that, but there's something about witnessing something beautiful, Um whether it's in nature, whether it's uh, man-made, but something that kind of brings you out of your little, I guess, state of, uh, for us, suburbia, um, and to witness that together is uh, something we've really enjoyed. Um, so that can be hiking or um, obviously traveling. Um, we've done some international travel in the beginning of our marriage. When we first got married, we didn't have kids for five years, and we actually did a lot of traveling in the beginning, which we would highly recommend Take advantage of every second you don't have kids because oh gosh, it's so much easier b- before kids. All of it is easier before kids. I will say that our dating life cracked loose when our oldest could babysit the, oh, yeah. the younger two. You know, and w- why we're talking about this, and we probably should get onto the date nights at some point, but um, when, as we're talking about doing this, we are very aware that there is a time in people's lives when they have children that this is not uh, the same situation as when you before you have kids and when you have people to watch your kids. Uh, we went through, I mean, we have three kids and we had many years, I'd say like, I guess 10 years more that we basically, if we went out, we had to have a babysitter. We never lived around people. Um, so we had very, we had very different date nights when we had younger kids, much simpler um, but we took the pressure off at that point. We weren't trying to go elaborate. It was more about consistency and this continual um, staying connected. But, um, you know, we're not saying you should be going out and doing these like huge elaborate things when you've got your, you know, a three-year-old at home. We no, no. When you've got small kids, it's like buckle up and strap in tight and, and hold on. It's going to be hard and it's going to be hard for a while. I don't know, maybe we just had hard kids, but I'm guessing that most people feel that same way too. But the expectations, I just think that lower the expectations that you have on yourselves whenever you're going through those hard phases. And especially like when people are going through sickness or, uh, you know, big life changes, Mm -hmm. you can't approach it in the same way. You have to be flexible. But I do like that we have been consistent. Mm -hmm. We have made time to do even small things. Yeah, and when you're consistent, then it's not hard to get started when 
things kind of alleviate for you a little bit. Then you oh. can get back to doing, you know, what, whatever it is you want to do. I remember whenever we had uh, tiny babies, uh, our go-to was super simple. We would get, uh, we put the kids down and one of us would leave to go get Mexican takeout and we'd come back and we'd camp out on the couch and we would eat and we'd watch a show and then we would just sit and talk mm-hmm. and with the monitor going and so we could peel off if we needed to. But for a long time, that was like the go-to Friday night was takeout, show, talk. I just remember that was like the only thing at that point, honestly, getting me through life, I swear, because having little kids is so hard. It's so hard. People ask me all the time, like, how do you do all, you know, because I have a lot of, I have a lot of entrepreneurial pursuits and I'm like, honestly, it is so much easier than having little babies. Like it was really hard and I was not in a great place, but that Friday night, knowing I was going to connect with you, knowing that we were going to eat good food that I didn't have to make, um, that was huge for, I think, getting us through that, that time. Oh, totally. And I remember there, there, there were other times where we would, um, we'd live down South and be super hot in the summertime. And I don't know why we always have babies in the summertime, but it felt like because like babies are babies forever. Oh, <laughs> like they I guess. Like, everyone's like, "Oh, they grow so fast." I'm like, no, but I remember that like don't. we would put the kid down, and um, we lived kind of in a suburban neighborhood type place. But we would um, crack open a popsicle, carry the baby monitor receiver with us, the speaker, and we just go on a quick walk around the block where we could still hear get reception from the um, yeah from the monitor. The, and as yeah. soon as the reception started like cracking, cracking then we just turn, turn around. around. What did Redirect. you call that? I don't know. Uh, the oh, suck. that's right. We called it the suck, walk, and talk. <laughs> Sucking on a popsicle, walking and talking. I don't know if we thought through that title. <laughs> we'll just call it a swat. This, uh, no, a s- we're not going to call it that. I can do better. No. I'm going to have it going in the back okay. of my mind, and by the be- by the end, I'm going to have a better name. Okay, so <laughs> the suck and walk and talk. <laughs> that was okay. No, but things were different. I would say though, another benefit about dating, if I were, if I still have to make the case for why is, man, dating has provided us with opportunities to develop at least some intermediate communication skills. If you're going to connect with somebody and you're going to be talking with them consistently, you, we have had to develop some um, pretty interesting skills like uh, active listening for one, mm-hmm. um, depersonalizing, right? Like not... Being able to listen without it being about me is mm-hmm. super helpful. Like I can listen to a complaint or something that bothers you without saying, oh man, she's judging me because I'm not doing it enough. It's just, no, 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 Shane, just relax and listen. Um, conflict re- resolution. You can't talk about some of the things that we've talked about without things getting volatile and you have to be able to de-escalate. Yeah. So dating has really taught us some better communication skills. Yeah. And it's interesting because we, I would say double dating has done that as well because to talk like that with someone else around and knowing how to oh. <laughs> like, cause y'all know the people who like fight in front of each other and it's like, Oh man, but to, listen for real, if I were to give a little bit of advice and maybe my call to action later might be this, but get couple friends. <laughs> like we were, I think that it was just you and I for a long time. Maybe we're social pariahs. I hope that's not the case. No, we just, I mean, we liked each other and like, bringing other people on. It was fun every once in a while, but it's like we want, we didn't get a lot of time together. So for a long time, we just weren't, weren't inviting anyone else to the party. When we finally clicked with our awesome friends, it was, 
it was like rediscovering each other because number one, you get to rediscover, you get to uh, share who you are with new people mm-hmm. in the presence of your spouse, but then also with these new friends and they have different questions and they have different lies, uh, uh, you know, angles that they might see some of these things. And then you get to hear about their stories and uh, what they've been doing. Talk about, we have, there's no, having friends gives you no end of conversation and mm-hmm. in, information. Or yeah. Conversation if they're the kind of friends, material. I mean, just finding friend. Oh man, dating, <laughs> dating's hard, but dating couple dating is really hard. Uh, and we've been really good friends with one couple for almost five years now. Been awesome. And it's funny because the first time we went out with them, well, I kind of got in a fight with Drew, right? Like I think there was some kind of gender dispute. I don't know. <laughs> All the fights that you've had together kind of bleed together <laughs> into to just a theme. Yeah, we we argue a lot, but I mean it's great, but. Um, afterwards, we were sitting in the car. We had gone to Rice down in Eagle. It's like saying, remember that time where we ate food together? Oh, I know. We've been to every restaurant with this couple. But um, <laughs> so it's our friends, Drew and Crystal, and we'll probably talk about them. Um, no, having couple friends has been a huge help to us. Yeah. And the first night we went out and we all looked at each other like, that was fun. Was that fun? That was so fun. And then we went out again like the next week. And then we're like, I remember we almost had a honeymoon thing where we were going out like twice a week for months. And then we're like, we've got to calm down. Oh my down. gosh. It was all the time. It was so fun and exciting. Yeah, it was it really was fun. Awesome. And yeah. I honestly just learning, I'm like, that's what you do in your marriage? That's crazy. And they're like, no, you're crazy. And, but we've learned like, oh, they know some things we didn't know. And we, it, that's been, <laughs> it's been really fun. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of was the person who was a little bit against double dating. Cause I thought, oh no, it needs to be just the two of you. Um, which a lot of times it does, but that has been really fun for us as a couple. So let's kind of, uh, I'm very curious. What are, to hear what's on your mind about our history. What are some of the dates that you've enjoyed where we've like learned so we said learned yeah like new like, things yeah like we've said something before about you know seeing each other in new situations and new lights and doing you know breaking out of the routine what are some of these learning type dates that we've had that um liked? i remember one time i think it was your birthday i got like a group on to um boise art glass the art glass yeah good call that was really fun we just went in for like a, a i guess glass blowing class and yeah, that was so fun. Like we were, I was kind of freaking out. It was really hot. They've got these furnaces there and they crack them open and you see into the, the depths the of the freaking <laughs> molten planet. That's crazy. Glass making is amazing. Yeah. It was so fun. And you are really into it. And they're like, you're, you're very good. And of course there was not even a question in my mind that you weren't going to be insanely good. And, um, <laughs> what is it that Drew always says that women really are always attracted to men when they're very competence. Cap- competence? Yes. So, um, we talk about like what, what it is that attracts the opposite sex a lot. And that's one of the things that he and I fight about, but he says that, uh, women are just so attracted to competence, which is very true because I, in general, am a confident person in myself. I feel like I'm pretty competent in a lot of things. But then when we started dating for the first time, I'm like, damn, this guy's good at so many things, like, and cool things, not just like, you know, I don't know, sports stuff. I don't know. Maybe you're good at that. The sports stuff. That's not my thing. But like you went in there and gas with glass blowing and you're like, so like this, and you're just like these little, little turns and like, wow, you created this like a beautiful thing. And mine, I know you've complimented on my, uh, what is it? Like a 
candy dish that I made. Yeah, it's but like if a, you remember, like a coffee table dish. Yeah, but if you remember, you actually did quite a bit of that for me. Did I? <laughs> yeah, because I was like, oh. I'm doing it wrong. It's falling off. But that was so. That was so fun. Yeah, I love that one. And I'm glad to hear that my glass blowing skills are a real panty peel <laughs> for you. Didn't you just write an article for a local magazine that told people you were a good kisser? Like, no, I did not. <laughs> yes, say you that. did. Um, okay. Well, anyway, say it like on. that for sure. Okay. Anyway, am I? On. Yes, but that's not the point. It's how you say it. <laughs> okay. Uh, and oh, um, the thing that uh, sorry, not to harp on and on about the glass blowing, but okay. you brought it up. I thought. What I love about that thing is that we walked away with like a tangible thing. Oh, right. Yeah. You, t you took that bowl. It uh -huh. sat on our coffee table and we could look at it and think about that date for so many times. Mm -hmm. I had my little glass bubble ball that I put on my desk at work and I looked at that thing after probably every hard conversation or after every awesome coaching session. Mm -hmm. And I could kind of find some comfort in this thing because yeah. I remembered vividly because there was like a connector um, to the date, to the experience. So it kept it fresh in my mind. Yeah. yeah. That's another reason why people take pictures. I know like some, especially guys are like, oh, don't take a picture. Don't take a selfie of this date. But when you take a picture of something, you solidify that memory. And aren't you so grateful I've taken all the pictures that I have? I am. I was pretty resistant for a long time, but I'm, I'm a believer now. Yeah. I mean, we went through in preparation for this. We just started kind of scrolling to kind of get, feel the style of our date nights. And man, I, we have years and years of history all you know categorized together and um yeah so you know if if the person if your spouse really wants to take a picture of your date just let them it's fun a date that we've been on that i remember is um we went to a cooking class not too long ago yeah what was, was it earlier celebrating? this year um yeah, I can't remember. What we're it might have been like our anniversary. Saturday, I think that we were celebrating Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it was Saturday. Saturday yeah, it was a season thing. and taste, uh, which is downtown Boise with um, Chef Christina, um, who's an, an amazing chef here. And she opened this cooking class. And um, wasn't it titled like French Date Night? I think so. We cooked <clears throat> beef bourguignon. And a couple of other things um, mm -hmm. that I botched up just a little yeah, bit. She, that was awesome. So speaking of like learning about each other, Shane's always good at the thing. Like whatever you're doing, he's good at the thing. And we went in and and Christina is like, um, she's she's looking at Shane. She's like, you really smashed those potatoes a little too, too intensely, Shane. And yeah. he, you could just see him die inside. I guess I, I dropped a rung on the competence level with cooking because I yeah. turned my smashed potatoes into mashed potatoes. Yes, that was embarrassing. I don't know. It just happened. But I do remember some specific things from that uh, from that date night, like efficiency in the in the kitchen. She was telling us about getting everything in one fell swoop, get it ready so that you're not making a bunch of trips back to the fridge, to the pantry. That stuck with me. Yeah. So I learned something there. And, you know, learning, we're both people who really like like that that invigorates us to learn new things um we're going on a date we haven't been yet but we're going next weekend with some friends um on an idaho history tour with it's called idator Ida tours idator tours um i'll have to look that up and um it's am i saying this right macabre macabre it's the macabre what i'm uncertain about the pronunciation <laughs> but i think that it's safe Macabre. <laughs> the macabre. Um, so macabre. anyway, it's basically the like uh, the un, the the crime scene or the like murders, the dark underbelly. The, yeah, a Boise, and uh, that kind of stuff is really fun for us, especially when you can engage because you know you laugh together, you learn something. They have great tours of the penitentiary. Um, haunted tours of the penitentiary are so fun. Um, if you want to do one of those at Halloween, get on them as soon as they open um, ticket sales because you will um, 
you will miss them. Um, and, you know, there's something about going on a tour where you're going to be scared together. Like, you know, if you're going to the movies, I really want to go see A Silent Place 2 with you because, you know, you're going to get a wrap on. A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place, not A Silent Place. And then, uh, or like the farmstead has their um, their haunted... Uh, corn maze. Yeah, the corn maze. And, you know, there's something about that. That adrenaline rush, that's that's fun. I don't like being scared, but being scared on a date is kind of a different thing. We've, we've done several kind of... Um, high octane type activities. Remember when we went ax throwing? Ax throwing <laughs> yeah. was freaking awesome. That was really fun. You surprised me for that one. You said, all right, we're going ax throwing. I'm like, what? <laughs> that is dope. Uh, yeah, that Let's was go. a section 39. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was really fun. And then uh, uh, it's, it's, we went with our friends. Talk about competence. By the end of that, I was consistent. You were good. I was like, what is, who are you? Just some, I don't know. It's kind of like fun because I struggle at so many things. Growing well, up, like, I couldn't play foosball. All my friends could could, could play foosball, and I was the worst at foosball. Who plays foosball? At the pool, when you're hanging out at the what's pool foosball? in the summertime. Fo- what's foosball? Table soccer. You're twisting the... That's what... What? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm friends. Okay. We're right. really digressing. My I know. Sorry. We like, always did hacky sack. Uh, anyway. All the, yeah. Hacky sack. I was awful at hacky sack. Well, all of a sudden axe throwing just clicked. I'm like, am I good at this? Does everybody else see this? Like I just got that three times in a row. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, you did. You're maybe good I'm at that. Axe throwing savant. Yeah. You're, uh, we did, uh, another, th- oh, it was fun going to the gun range with you. Um, because again, I think you were showing off, you know, you're a hunter. I just, I'm maybe you weren't, but like, I was like, wow, he's really good. I was not very good. I'd been shooting before, but um, this was like a really official place. What are the, what are the um, um, shooting ranges? So I I took you to Black's Creek, the Uh public shooting range, which Uh is a lot of fun. Awesome facilities there. They're huge. There's long range shooting. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. I kind of stammered because I realized I was turning into a a commercial, but it's awesome. (laughs) It's a cool place. But there's also um, Independence Indoor Shooting Range. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't have guns, but you want to go and shoot some, they actually rent them. Mm -hmm. So you can rent all sorts of stuff. You can um, AR-15s, a variety of pistols. You can actually Um, get uh, machine guns there. Yeah. And which is crazy. And it is freaking loud. Like I was there doing something. I don't remember. So if you have all your own stuff, the gun range is awesome. Yeah. If you don't, uh, independence is pretty cool too. Um, Some other like, um, like adrenaline things um, that are on our bucket list, but we haven't done yet. Um, We wanted to go to fast lane go-kart track. Um, Everyone says it's so fun. I haven't been though. um, You could also go to Wahoo's. They have go-karts and we've done that several times, which is fun. Um, What I like about Wahoo's is you can also do mini gate day or mini golf you can do a whole day to wahoos it's actually fun um they have a new laser tag that just was remodeled have you been yet to the laser tag not since the remodel yeah it's really fun um and then group date night yeah that's a great group you can go the sky trail which i hate because it's high off the ground and i like freak out like a child but um well not like my children because they actually do it fine but Mm. um so you're saying that next we should go to vertical view no take you okay climbing all right Let me, um, okay. I will go to vertical view. I've been there. It is an insane facility. That place is ridiculous. So the cool thing about, okay. Vertical view is in Meridian. It's right off the freeway. And the thing is, is in Meridian, you can't, you can't build above four stories like building code. So they have actually built down two stories. So it is a six story building and I went in there the first time they like they hired me to do to feature them, and I was like, "Oh no, 
<laughs> I am not climbing up that effing wall. It is really high. I will go, I I will go, there's, there's different like levels, but I don't want you to see me what happens to me when I'm that high. <laughs> like, let's not do that. Okay. Okay, but yes, that so those are some adrenaline ones. Um, the Wahoos uh, go karts make me want to go to the uh, fast lane just to get a little bit more oomph. Every time that I'm in those carts with kids, I think, man, taking these corners and really doing some awesome drifting, I feel like I was really in Tokyo. <laughs> okay, that's how they drive in Tokyo. <laughs> oh, sure. Or so I've heard. Okay. Fast and Furious told me so. Yeah, I know. They're on like Fast and Furious like 17 now. It's pretty exciting. We've done some other awesome fun date nights too, though. Speaking of uh, Wahoos, Roaring Springs, to go there for um, the uh, the after hours, what do they, they call it? So they, the thing with um, Roaring Springs is they have, um, they're open a lot of Saturday and uh, Saturday, Friday and Saturday nights, and they call it Family Fun Night. So it's kind of dissuading. Like you, you don't realize that there's a lot less people and it is an awesome day night. It's well, it's in, it's cheaper one, but like we will go and we will just go around that lazy river like a hundred times and just kind of Shane will hold on to my tube and it is very relaxing. Um, and you know, you can do all the rides or if you want, whatever, but I find. No, I, I can just fun. sit in that r- river and just kind of float and talk to you in the, in the evening hours for hours. Yeah. So what is it? Six to 10, six to eight. It's uh, the family. The family nights are six to 10. Um, it's usually open till eight and, and even going later to, to Roaring Springs is really fun. I like, we get Susan passes um, because we don't want to have to go like the whole day. Sometimes we're like, Hey, we have it. Let's go to dinner and then let's just run for an hour yeah. to Roaring Springs. And that's been, uh, that's been really fun. Totally fun just to be able to say, yeah, two hours, let's just go. Yeah. Um, and, you know, speaking of floating, obviously floating the river or kayaking or whatever, uh, we do that usually as a family, but damn, that is a fun date night. Oh, fun date night. And it's a fun couple's date night yeah. too, floating down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And there's a variety of, of rivers that people can get to. The Boise is the obvious one. Mm-hmm. It's just so cold even in august it's cold i know but there is a whole float the river culture in boise that is a for good reason it's fun it's really fun it's just like hey people it's like everyone loves each other and let's just get in the water and everyone's drinking beer and it's it's a great time (laughs) (laughs) alcohol and water yeah you know well if just saying if you're gonna jump off a bridge watch for floaters that's been a problem just i'm gonna throw that out there if you're gonna jump off the bridge in the boise river Make sure you're not going to jump on top of someone. The river makes me think of some uh, some good romance and relaxing uh, dates that we've been on too. Uh, the green belt is awesome. I love going on the green belt. Just you and I walking, mm-hmm. like you can just walk the green belt, and there's so many places to pick it up too. It, it, it you can hit it in Eagle, you can hit it in Garden City, you can hit it in several places in Boise. Yeah, the green belt is such an incredible blessing. When we were talking to Annie um, from off the podcast or off the record podcast. And we asked her, like, what was the thing about Boise that um, that struck her the most? It was this accessibility to the river and then the Greenbelt, isn't like the Greenbelt right next to it. And yeah. just like uh, it is that is such just that it's just right there. Um, I like to go. Um, well, there's yeah, there's lots of different ways. I like to go to Bardenay Eagle that has a patio actually overlooking um, the green belt and the river. And then after dinner, you just go walk for a while and, and chat and you can go right down to the river and throw rocks in if you want. I don't know yep. why that's fun. I don't know why it's fun to throw rocks in a river, but 
It's always fun. You can walk. You can hit the, um, what's the marketplace that you can grab a sandwich and watch the surfers at the white water park? So that's um, actually pretty new. That's the Greenbelt Market. I think it's just two years old. And that's, it's just so cute. It's just this little market, right? Um, I guess that would be around 34th Street. Um, it's kind of around the corner, I believe, from Push and Pour. But um, so it's right by the Whitewater um, Park. If you're like, what what is the Whitewater Park? That you can actually surf on the Boise River, and there's this little area where you can do it. It's so cool, but you can go to the Greenbelt Market, pick up everything there's local. You can pick up sandwiches and snacks and drinks and just sit there in the patio and watch um, the surfers and then and walk um, and explore. It, it's so cool. It's right, and that's by Quinn's Pond as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and, oh, and right down from that is, sorry, I'm going to start like... <laughs> <laughs> listing. Yeah, I mean, it's list, but right down from that is the sandbar, which is at Riverside Hotel, another great day night um, that we've gone to several times. But the what's really cool about the sandbar is it's a very low-key outside restaurant with live music all throughout. If it's warm weather, there's there's live music from like 11 to 11. It's crazy. And it's all these great local bands and you, it's right on the green belt. So you it's can got go, a very, um, Johnny Buffett, Margaritaville yeah, feel. It does. Um, and yeah, we've gone there several times with our friends. I, I often will go there for, um, my birthday and have a night by myself. And then a night you'll come and like join me and booty call. Is yeah, what we do. We do. We do that a lot actually. There's something about hotel sex, I'm just going to say. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> I'll go to a hotel for two nights. One night, I, like, really get my work done. And then the next night is booty call. And, yeah, that, uh, I mean, I wasn't really expecting to talk about that. But that is one of my favorite <laughs> dates. Like, hey, I'll have takeout here. And, <clears throat> you know, you could just show up and have some food. And whatever happens, happens. <laughs> <laughs> You're all coy about it, but... Isn't it true that date night is kind of like foreplay? Yeah, it can be. I mean, not always. And if especially if you're leave. not eating, not if you're going to like Texas, uh, De Brazil or Chicanos. <laughs> like We learned, <laughs> how many years ago was it that we learned that we noticed a pattern? And when I saw it and I called it out, I thought that your mind was going to, your head was just going <laughs> to tilt over and your brain was going to reboot. But yeah, sure. It was when we ate we didn't have sex. Yeah. If we ate like way we too went much out, pressure. If we went if Literally. we went out for the purpose of like really, really eating. Like if we're eating Thai food and or especially like a buffet, like because you want to get your money's worth. And I remember that Don't oh, pin that on my frugality. It's not it, okay, that's on you. <laughs> I had said that wasn't even in my mind. Please, we spend money on we have no problems with any money on dates. That yeah. is Never been a problem. I remember we tried to budget once and we tried to like limit our entertainment and we're like, this is not going to work. No, but, um, what are we talking about? Anyway, I remember <laughs> you're on my 24th birthday. It was our, we were newlyweds. <laughs> you had this whole beautiful date planned. Oh, it was so lovely. And, um, we went to, t- at, oh, and I was like really very focused on my, on like getting really fit. And, um, so I, I was just, young. We didn't have, have kids yet. And so I, but I, my stomach was kind of small. Like I didn't eat a ton basically. So we went to Takano's and like, whoa, that's so expensive. <laughs> and I ate so much that as we're walking out, I start crying and you're like, what's happened? I'm like, I think I, I think I'm gonna explode. Like 
my stomach could not handle it. So you went out and you laid your seat back and you drove me home. I'm like crying. You put me to bed. Looking at, at you laying down perfectly flat in that old Honda Accord <laughs> with the seat leaned back and thinking, what is going on? Did I snag a crazy? Again? How much did you think, have I snagged a crazy? Okay, we were married at that point, so you're too late. We've been married 20 years several times. Oh, anyway, so, um, yeah, and then I went, I went right to bed. Yeah. And then I woke up at, like, 2 in the morning. You're like, well, I have a cake. I'm like, well, I'm not eating it. but And I remember <laughs> you gave me that. And then you, I, you probably don't remember this. You gave me two sex books, which were, like, hilarious. They were, like, the the tackiest sex books ever. It was just to be a joke. And I'm like, were you want? And then I, I don't remember if you, like, had... A page turned down. I'm like, yeah, we didn't get to that tonight. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Anyway, when we recognized it, we stopped being frustrated because I, th yeah. I, I think that sometimes like we had these unspoken expectations that, oh, this is going to happen afterwards. But then eating just made it complicated. So now we just call it out. If we're going to eat a big meal, good night afterwards. Yeah. Let's just hang out and sit by a fire pit and talk. Yeah. But. And that, that did, that really did alleviate. And, and, you know, we are, we are going to talk a lot if we, you know, during this podcast about expectations, spoken expectations. Um, and we really had to narrow down, okay, what does a date night mean? Uh, if we want a date night to be a little more sexy though, I will say, no one freak out, but there's something fun about going to a, a sex shop. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the creepy sex shops. Like there's that weird, creepy place that says like 19 and over down on like in Garden City. Or I'm like, no, no. like. They're legit places. There are of nice business. places. We have I mean, options in the valley now, which is, which which is great. Yeah, I mean, I I'm sure there's more than we know about. We always went to Adam and Eve, which was great, and then they opened Hustler, which is very nice. It's it's and if you have never been, if it's not your jam, no big deal. But if you're married and you have sex, it it might just be fun. And it's not like they have just crazy stuff. In fact, most stuff is pretty chill. But um, it's fun to walk around and. Are, would you be into this or no, I would not be into that. And, uh, <laughs> that's and that, how it went the first time <laughs> I just pointed this shelf, this one. No, <laughs> that's Next. not how this it went one? down at all. No, that is not, that's a lie. This one. Hell no shade. <laughs> well, we were in the S and M section. Of course I was saying, anyway, I'm just kidding. So we, uh, if, if that, you can go into a place like that as a couple with an open mind, mm -hmm. you could open up a new chapter. Yeah. I had, no idea. <laughs> no idea what was available out there. Maybe I'm a cloistered little altar boy. Yeah, you're but not. But holy crap, people are into some stuff. Yeah, they are. And you know what? Honestly, even if you're never going to do it, even if you're never going to use any of it, seeing what other people find arousing is very interesting for your conversation, for your sex life. Oh, yeah. And we, uh, we're very, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to have a, a huge conversation about that on our podcast, but but we are very open about it. I mean, sex is an important thing for our relationship, and we mm -hmm. acknowledged it out of the gate that that's what we wanted. We wanted that to be a good part of it, mm -hmm. and uh, to make. I mean, having good sex is harder than having a good date life, I guess. But it takes a lot of effort, and um, it's kind of fun to have some resources. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not. Has this gotten weird? <laughs> okay. All right, anyway, moving on. on. Maybe that's so. Um, so, what are some yeah. of the other things uh, in regard, like regarding sometimes romance? Like so, romance to me is also very. It's foreplay. It doesn't have to be a sex store, but like, there's something about a very romantic. 
ge- like generic romantic experience that is kind of foreplay to me. It just, it reminds me I'm not just a mom. I, I'm not just, I don't just work. And I'm not just a wife. I know that sounds crazy, but then I'm also your lover and your friend. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's just going, eating somewhere or drinking something outside. Like I love uh, Crave in um, Eagle. It has a lovely um, rooftop bar and you could just sit there and just chat and look around and um what are some i don't know richards has another of these rooftop kind of bar areas up above yeah Whatever, at, the, um, in 500. In 500 that's really nice and and there's speckled all all throughout there's uh you really like um bardenay and eagle i like both bardenays in eagle it's awesome because they've got that outside oh, yes. sightseeding mm-hmm. by the green belt and it's super chill there and it's great but i also like their outside seating down in the basket block too mm-hmm. Um, I just like that general basketball block area. The vibe is really nice mm-hmm. and um, easy going. That whole, I mean, downtown, there's tons of places to sit outside. The whole of 8th Street. I mean, just pick a spot on 8th Street. It's all, I mean, they all have outdoor patios, but I just like somewhere where you can look at people and you can sit and enjoy a drink and relax with your friends and uh, just detox. Mm-hmm. And wh- we have a lot of wineries around as well. If you're wanting to go something a little more in the daytime, um, we're going to do a whole podcast just on the, you know, wine culture in Idaho. Um, but, uh, we've done a wine tour. Um, and maybe this is moving into a little bit more of like group dates because those are really fun. And some, some things are, are just more fun with a group, but, uh, wine tours are so much fun, which, what was the company we went with? Um, <sighs> snake river wine tours. Yes. That they was had a Samantha. Um, she owned, was so nice. Oh my gosh. Such a fun tour. It was She's so married fun. to Corbin Maxey. The local animal celebrity, animal expert celebrity. So, you know, they're kind of a power couple. But that was a very fun. And I I mean, I'm not a drinker, but like I still went and uh, enjoyed everybody's lightened moods. And it was was awesome. Yeah, that was group. They tour you around in the shuttle bus. So it's nice and safe. And she's a great conversationalist. And uh, just the whole vibe was so relaxed. And everybody at each of those wineries was um, having a lot of fun. It kind of made me want to. Go into the wine business. <laughs> no. They seemed really relaxed. That's a little int- <laughs> I want to be sure, relaxed at that moment. For my I, job. Okay. Let, oh, right. Mm. Let, I don't, okay. Um, some other things we've done as groups that were really fun. Let's just list a few. Um, you know, uh, we talked about like throwing axes, and that's really fun. Um, you can do that as a group. Uh, escape rooms are really fun. We have one of, we have an incredible escape room company called Labyrinth Games. It's in Nampa, um, right down in the um, historical like Main Street, right next to Mesa Tacos across the street from Messenger Pizza and Holy Cow um, Holy Holy Cow Burgers. Mm-hmm. Um, and their escape rooms are just remarkable. No, they are doing it right, and they are taking pride in it. Mm-hmm. From the moment that you walk in, I swear that they hire theater majors to run this place because they are in I character. think they like literally are producers. Like They come from that... And they also have, they just start, they just created this little um, lounge area inside, like the Explorers Club. It's like a tiki bar. It's so cute. And you you could just go there. Um, So, uh, you know, just for time's sake, I'm just going to run through a couple of things. I just had noted, if you don't mind, a couple of things that were really fun to do with groups. Um, uh, Swing dancing at Indian Creek Plaza. We have not done, because honestly, that's way out of my comfort zone, but people keep telling me that that is so fun. Um, there's dueling pianos at several places, uh, around town, um, Homestead in, uh, Meridian has that. 
Um, I know that's a lot of fun. Um, and then some of it was just about like being at home. Uh, we've gotten into strangely UFC nights. Oh my gosh. UFC fight nights are the best. <laughs> Getting together, we just go and we get, we're super close to a tin roof tacos. We just get a bunch of tacos and chips and queso, quick chips and guac and salsa. Mm -hmm. And we just sit and we watch fight night for hours while the kids are playing and watching their shows downstairs. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And the reason I like that more than maybe getting together and watch a movie again, I'm fine with movies, but there's no interaction. Like you leave a movie and at, then you say, what do you think of that movie? I thought that movie was fine, but, and that's fine. But you with UFC, you're watching each other like freak out and people like the whole thing is it's a it feels like we're all participating. And uh, I guess that's kind of like going to sports. Lots <laughs> like, of fun. Lots of uh, fun. And going to, you know, you could go. We've got a we've got a great football team here. You know, even if you're going and watching BSU. Um, so uh, so you, dates with friends. What else comes to your mind? Anything else with dates with friends? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Again, we went on a food tour once with friends and that was a blast. We talked about the wine tour. We talked about floating the river. These have all been home runs for us. Yeah. Some um, of those be useful. Um, sometimes I think about like our exploratory dates, like where we get to know the place where we live and restaurants, I think fall into that category. Um, but we've, we've, explored some pretty off the wall type places. Sometimes it's good to go to the comforting spot, but sometimes it's good to choose a place to go. That's just completely new, um, that you would never choose to, but you're like, that sounds really interesting. What was that Ethiopian place we went to? Yeah, we went to the, uh, is it off of Fairview? I wish that I could remember, but there's not a ton of Ethiopian. Yeah, it was places. really fun. That was a lot of fun. They bring the food out in this huge platter. Yeah. I mean, it was look it up real fast. Um, check that out. Uh, we went to, um, the goodness place. They're awesome Mediterranean food. Mm -hmm. Um, what was the Russian food place? Alianka's. Alianka's. Alianka's was freaking awesome. I am so glad that we went there. Russian cuisine is interesting and the staff, they were incredibly friendly. Like talk about a family that takes pride in what they're cooking for you. And sharing it like family, that was a great vibe. Yeah. It's just, fun to watch each other explore things like that new. I mean, you don't know. And and you and one thing, you just can't be afraid that you're not going to love it. Like, don't go out because you have to love the food so much. Sometimes it's just about learning about different food. Um, it's called um, Kibram's, um, Kibram's Ethiopian. Right. Um, that was really fun. Um, but, you know, there is something, even though we're, we're saying, yes, let's explore, let's do all the things, there is something comforting about your place like we have a place where um we just did this last week so you'd quit your job and and we're like uh it was your last day and we're like well let's just go out we gotta we gotta talk about this we gotta because you know we talk about everything and we're it wasn't it was like it wasn't even a thought we went to pueblo lindo in meridian which is our favorite mexican place it's just always good they also have one in mccall um it's just good it's consistent we know what we're gonna get we mm -hmm. love it it's still checks the box because we're not cooking it at home yeah we just get out and it's fun and yeah. then we went we had desserts at rnr barbecue yeah they have really they have good desserts and like three dollars and fifty cents like peach cobbler and you're obsessed with their banana pudding oh my gosh i don't know what it is about that banana pudding but it's really good like it's really simple but like i just kind of wanted to talk to it in a little <laughs> well, you are Southern. So, so. grateful for you, banana pudding. <laughs> Get in my belly. Okay. And then we, it was funny. We were sitting. We, so we went to Pueblo Lindo and then just randomly, like, let's go get some dessert. I got a nice water because I don't eat dessert. But um, we sat on the patio and then she's like, hey, do you want to go check out that gem and meteor store in the village? I'm like, 
<laughs> I didn't even know that was on your radar. There is a store right next to um, the place where Donut and the Dog was. Now it's uh, called Sid's, what? Sid's Garage. Sid's which Garage. Sid's Garage is a fun place too. Very fun. Um, and it's a gym store. I don't know what it is about gyms. It's fascinating to me. And yeah. I'm not like a gymophobia or gym. Gy- I, I totally no, botched that. That was bad. I could do better. <laughs> One who is obsessed with gyms. <laughs> But it's really fun to look at them. They had all, all sorts of cool things in there. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Really and fun. we just like looked around and we're like, how did she's <laughs> like, how do people know like this is inside rocks? I'm like, it's actually a field. They're called gemologists. I know, but or like or the or what are they called? Gemologists? Wait. We're so uneducated. Oh my gosh, we don't we're know taking anything all, about gyms. all of this out. Long story short, I bought you a present. It's sparkly. It's oh pretty. yeah, he bought me something totally which is very sweet, which it's is fun. cool because then we had a memory of the state. Um, I did want to say one 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 more thing about the kind of fun off the wall exploratory things is uh, we got a wander van once. Oh yes, yeah, so awesome. uh, do you want to explain what a wander van is? Yeah, they get one of these sprinter vans and then they trick it out for um, for camping. So you've got a sink in there. I think that it's got a toilet too. It's got a sink. Uh, no, it doesn't have a toilet. You can get like a like a portable one that you can rent as well. Yeah, but it's got beds. It's got a little kitchenette, and you can, basically wherever you can drive this wander van, they can get to some pretty awesome places. I had a buddy with some uh, property on the river down Featherville Pine area, and mm-hmm. we camped it by the water down by the river. I did a Chris Farley impression. We made sweet love to the sound of the water. Wait, hold on. You did a Chris Farley impression. <laughs> In the van, living in the van down <laughs> oh, by the river. Uh, wow, I don't remember that, but I, I can, I can see that. Yeah, uh, yeah that was really fun. It sounded just, funnier in my mind. Yeah, than no, it was, it was it. hilarious. It was just, it was delightful. Yeah, anyway, we've done um, some fun things. Anyway, yeah. So, um, and then of course, the ultimate date is walk around town and get ice cream. I don't know what that is in the summer. But if you, like, we have a lot of places to just explore in Boise. So there's, in Meridian, there's Boise, sorry, there's um, Village of Meridian. It's really fun. Um, Or Downtown Meridian's cool. In uh, Caldwell, you can go to Indian Creek Plaza. There's all all this, they've got um, Armano's there. Uh, In the wintertime, you can skate the ribbon. Um, You can go at Boise. Oh, my gosh. Like, you could... um, could we name, how many ice cream places could you name in if I give you a... Like local ice cream places? Local ice cream places. They're everywhere. 10 seconds, go. Wait, oh, okay. Uh, well, Reed's, uh, black licorice ice cream. Oh my gosh. Uh, brand new Lovejoy in Meridian. Haven't been yet. Um, Scoops by Sweet Tea Living mm-hmm. is in Eagle. The Still in downtown Boise. Uh, Stella's is in Eagle. Nampa, Boise, is that all of them? Uh, Stella's is good. Delsa's uh, too. Delsa's. Delsa's has a couple of locations. Delsa's in Meridian now. I haven't been there. Um, oh, what's your favorite one? Hold on, I'm missing it. Oh, it's over ten seconds. Dairy Queen. No, uh, it's the one that looks like a um, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Oh, oh goodies. No, not Willy. Ch- yeah, the the, uh, the candy place on Willy goodies. Wonka's. Goodies. Yes. Down in um uh, Hyde Park area. Yeah, that I like goodies. I like you goodies. go in there and it does feel like the opening uh, candy shop in Willy Wonka's. Yeah, where all the kids go to spend their allowance or whatever it is that they're doing to get money. Yeah, um, yeah, that was and uh, you'd always you always get like a malt. Remember that time we had that really romantic date? It was like a formal thing, and we totally bailed and went to goodies. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're like well, anyway. Okay, so how'd I do? Really no. good, really good. Okay, I think that this is a good 
time to close out. I feel okay. like we've been uh, prattling on about a lot of these dates. Awesome dates. Good walk down memory lane. Yeah, that was fun. We've done some awesome things. It makes me think of your feed. Like your feed is basically, like I said in the beginning, just a, you just start scrolling and you see so many awesome dates that we've been on. Yeah. So if you if you're wanting to <laughs> if you're wanting to find what to do uh that's fun um go to hello meridian and just start scrolling because there's a lot so what advice would you give people as a call to action if people could listen to this and walk away and do one thing well what would you have them do Um, or no what's the takeaway the takeaway i guess i would say that any being in a relationship can be fun it it, it's not always going to be fun but it can be fun especially if you're consistently looking for opportunities to um to find new ways to explore and to enjoy each other that you're always looking for opportunities those opportunities will arise for you so how about you i think that my uh call to action would be if you're listening to this tonight sit down with your other and set aside a time to go on a date don't worry about the where, just worry about the when. I feel like sometimes the when is even harder to pin down than the what, mm-hmm. right? But the what takes care of itself after you cho- choose to do it. So be intentional. Set a night where you go out with your spouse and you do something. Get a babysitter. Um, make a plan to go get takeout. Just choose a night where you're going to do something with your significant other. Yeah. That's what I would say. Awesome. And maybe, you know, support local yeah. <laughs> while you're at it. Right on. It's a little plug. Awesome. Awesome. Com- All right. Com- well, this yeah. is fun. We should go on date. This has been great. <laughs> okay. All right. See you guys. The Boise Bubble Podcast is sponsored by Volkswagen of Boise. Interested in buying a Volkswagen in the Treasure Valley? Head to www.volkswagenofboise.com to learn more. Thanks for listening. This is the Boise Bubble Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave a five-star review. Follow us on Instagram at The Boise Bubble. And for more information about our community, follow at Hello Meridian. See you next time.